They're not rolling. We are rolling, Bob. Is it rolling, Bob? <laughs> we, we are at the home of Bob Newhart, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> you know he's from Chicago. I did know that. Uh, yeah. It was, hello. 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 <laughs> doom, doom, doom. Hey, Tony. Should we slate with this? Yeah, let's slate. This is uh, Spotted Cow Slate, Wisconsin's finest in Rosemont. Yeah. <laughs> this is an illegal slate. We're using a New Glarus uh, canned beer, Spotted Cow, to slate this episode of the Beetle Fest 2023 live. TJ and I. Three, two, one. Oh, Untitled Beatles podcast. Here we are at the convention. The, it's not a convention. What is this? Fest it's, for it's Beatles It's a convention. Fans. It's the 1950s. <laughs> We're selling vacuums, looking to get laid. <laughs> Hooper? Barely even Nooper. We, we walked into right around the Apple Jam stage, and I, I was just about to share to Tony, like, I've not been to Beatles Fest in 13 years. I used to go every year, every other year. And my favorite thing about Beetlefest, when I think about Beetlefest, is every room's got different Beetle music playing. And our oh. first room is Hello Goodbye that we walk into. <laughs> oh, just like at the uh, Cleveland Rock Hall. That's just like at the Rock Hall. They okay. greeted us with this song. Check out the playing. These fucking guys play some stones. <laughs> They're welcoming us. Hello. Hi, guys. All right, we're looking for the SeaTac room, otherwise known as the Grunge, grunge room. room. I love it. I think it's, I bet it's, I bet it's over here. I think it's by the Apple Jam stage. Earlier when we were checking in, we saw Alan Kozin, the New York Times Beatles writer. In oh, was here. is that right? John Wayne. There's a John Wayne exhibit? There's a John, yeah. Now remember when Americans were Americans. Levy, if you get crossways of me and you'll think a thousand of brick have fell on you. Oh. The, the pro wrestling tambo guy's here again. I remember him from last year. He's He's got an energy. I gotta get a pic of him. Under the sea, in an octopus's garden, in a shade. All right, I made my first purchase. Called Beetle Mania in the USA, Beetle Space Mania. It's by a group called the Liverpools. This is going to be for like an upcoming episode, hopefully. I pitched an episode called Liverpool Drag, where, you know, those cash in bands that sound like the Beatles. I'm very interested in those songs that aren't covers, but are trying to be the Beatles. So this record has songs called Be My Girl. Hey, quiet down there. I just want a good night kiss. Good night kiss. Hey, quiet down there. Did you ever get my letter? Did you ever get my letter that I wrote yesterday? Never mind. Chuck's Monster. Oh boy, Chuck. Chuck's well endowed, I guess. And lastly, whenever I'm feeling low. In 
imitation is the sincerest form of flattery is what the liner notes say Beatlemania in the USA it's the Liverpools on what's the label Wincoat Records it's in mono <laughs> can't wait to hear it no no you can't be worn out yet because you are going to be the judges for the Fest for Beatles fans uh, Terry Hammert. So we need you to be. Where did the um, so Mike Myers guy go? Okay. <laughs> it is talent time. What if somebody comes up here and says, "Oh, I can sing just like Joel says," and then they sound <laughs> more like who's <laughs> I love Dave Clark 5, but still not fest for Dave Clark 5. If you heard that, how would you respond? Excellent. Yeah. Well, sure, thank you. Well, somebody came down here and just nailed it. Well, how would you respond? So here we go. Contestant number one, Doido Darling. Oh, yeah. Something guy won, it was very controversial. 
people behind me said it was fixed. Looking for uh, Danny Donuts now. Please, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Danny Donuts and Big D. And Big D. How's everybody doing tonight? Man, that line for Patty Boyd is still going out to 294. It's crazy. They shut down the New York straight throughway, man. It's crazy. It's like the longest line I've ever seen at the fest. Well, tonight is my tribute to the special guests. I've just seen a star, and if you think about where we are, great business, he is a Beatles fan, and he is our special musical guest. <laughs> okay, so how's that for a kickoff to Beatlefest 2023? Hello, it's producer Casey. I am extremely bummed that I wasn't able to join the guys at the festival this year, but... I like to think the next best thing to actually attending in person is sifting through hours of audio collected by TJ and Tony and trying to turn it into an actual listenable podcast. I can't wait to get back for next year's fest. I hope all of you consider coming out and joining us as well. While I have you, if you do enjoy what we do, please like, subscribe, write a review, join our Patreon, pick up some Untitled Beatles merch, there are so many ways you can support the show, including just tuning in. Thank you for listening. You can find more details at untitledbeatlespodcast.com. Okay, let's move on and close out Beatlefest day one with the good stuff. Liverpool! Liverpool! It's day two of the fest for Beatles fans, formerly known as Beatlefest 2023. Uh, TJ and I are here sitting illegally at the Red Bar. This section is closed, but we decided to munch on some uh, Mini Mart quality food up here in the uh, where they rattle their jewelry. <laughs> exactly. For those of you in the cheap seats, we had the uh, the wraps. And uh, we had hotel wraps, and now, based on your suggestion of hotel, this improvised hotel wrap by Tony. Oh, yeah. Three, two, one. I'm going to have AI do this, so <laughs> Alan Iverson is going to do it. So, three, two, one. I'll just, I'll delay the beat down, and then you put my voice over it. Three, two, one. We're talking about practice. Practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game, 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 game. We talking about practice.
practice. And no, let's do this week's Untitled Beatles podcast. Yeah, man. We're at the Red Bar at the Hyatt Regency O'Hare. It is Sunday, our day two. Yes. But it's day three of the festival. When I was a kid, oh, many years ago, <laughs> Sundays only went from noon till five. Now it's noon to midnight, and we are going to party until 12.01. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how late it is going to go. I mean, Liverpool takes the stage at 8.30. We caught their set last night. That was a lot of fun. Liverpool was great. I read the program on I was expecting that it was going to be Liverpool 8, which I thought was eight <laughs> people doing the Ringo song Liverpool from the album <laughs> Liverpool 8, City of Culture. Liverpool. And I thought it was going to be the Liverpools, and I was going to get to hear my favorite song by them, Chuck's Monster. Oh <laughs> uh, well, let's yeah, let's let's recap day one. I mean, we were pretty busy all day uh, with our setting up for our podcast, and you know, lugging our gear around. We had to park like far, far away because we're also sharing this world with the... These vagrants <laughs> that make us Beatle fans look comparatively nor like normies. Norm! Norm! Norman? Fan Expo or something like that. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. This this morning I was uh, walking behind a, a caped kind of a villain guy. Uh, <laughs> You know, no judgment. We got people walking around with Sergeant Pepper outfits. There was a guy yesterday walking around in a Mike Myers mask, Michael Myers mask. From, yeah, from Wayne's World. From Wayne's World, but yeah. From, from Wayne's World 2, where they were at Waynestock. <laughs> it's, um, it's a festival. Festival. The festival. You heard the man. It's charming. What's it called? What's it called? It's called, um, the, it's called, uh, Wainstock. It's called Wainstock. Wainstock. Yeah, man. So it's kind of a kooky. It's definitely kooky. When I first drove in yesterday, I, I saw like, whoa, why are the parking garages all closed? Like everything, uh -huh. it was a madhouse. And, and I was, I was like, texting you the same thing. I got yeah. turned away. Yeah, we both got turned away where we normally park. And it was like, geez, I, I guess Patty Boyd's a huge draw this year. <laughs> half Clapton fans and, and half George fans battling it out. Right. The Battle of Layla. Right, and that's why all those people are carrying around samurai swords and <laughs> throwing stars and robot box boxes. I think that's a, is that the Stay Puff Marshmallow person or somebody having a real bad day? <laughs> so that was the vibe. Yeah, we got to meet Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, which that was, was awesome. Cool. I, I met him once before, thanks to Mark Harrow, who's a huge Beatle fan, of right. course. Um, we had him on, Pop, yeah. We had him on our Twitch and Shout show at yes. one point. And he's great. He's a Beatle expert. He's one of those guys who's an expert in like 18 different things. He just, yeah. And fortunately, the Beatles is one of them. I check out his podcast, by the by. Hi, I'm Mark Carroll, and welcome to episode 100 of Carol Pop. And he did a thing for the Tribune when the Beatles vinyl was reissued and had all of us in a studio. You can still find this on the internet where me and Robert Rodriguez and Mark and Richard Buskin, uh, host of Buskin with the Beatles, we sat around a, a studio in Evanston and we did like a blind test where Mark played different vinyl pressings. Oh. And it was like, can you tell the difference between like, this is from the vaunted blue box. 
This is the um, That's wild. original pressing. This is the new one. It's like Beatles sommelier over yeah, here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and like, of course, I got the most wrong. <laughs> this is the surprise. I'm like, oh yeah, that's got to be a '66 revolver. And no, that's the new one. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, that, so I met Robert doing that, and he's just one of the great Beatle authors as well. I mean, his his Fat Four 2.0, uh, his the the book on Revolver, yeah, is great. Yeah, they're all great. It is, that was that was very cool. And something about the Beatles, of course, we should mention. That's my personal favorite Beatles podcast out of all the other Beatles podcasts out there. Um, yeah, I like I like Robert a lot. So it was cool to meet him. Uh, you spent some time. We both spent some time in the uh, the market, which I know is smaller, and I know it's, it's a little bit of a bummer. We talked about that yesterday on the yeah. episode, but I was thinking about that, and it's like we were shopping. You showed me that tater tots forty five of instant karma, and then. Uh, who has seen the wind and backslash Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody, yeah. So that is something that I've never seen in the wild. I've seen it on Discogs or whatever. And, and it was like only 10 bucks or whatever. And I almost bought it. Like, I really was considering it. And then I'm like, well, you know what? I can just listen to this on YouTube and it won't cost me any money. You know what I mean? Uh, that's the answer. That's why there's no flea market, because of you. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't say no. And if, I mean, people like you. You met like YouTube. Your, your you met people like YouTube me. Well, mostly the edge. <laughs> I give Adam Clayton a pass. <laughs> and the other guy, Larry, Larry Mullins Jr. Yeah. The drummer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. So here it is Sunday. We're going to, yeah. Uh, we'd, I'd love to try and catch Patty Boyd. We got to see Danny Donuts because he's such a, a delight. I've yet to see Danny Donuts. Or if I do, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an experience. There's going to be a battle of the Beatle bands that I, I want to say, isn't Robert Rodriguez a part of that? He might be, yeah. He might be. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, there might be some panel discussions okay. to check out. You're going to spend some time in the marketplace yeah I'm gonna go so and as I mentioned on the show the flea market is way smaller than when I was last coming here in the early 2010s and uh, I get it times change you know uh, expose saying seasons change is that expose yeah that was uh, dropped that before <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mentioned on the show that the fest, um, obviously times change. The marketplace is way smaller than the flea market from when I was a kid. Even in the early 2010s, the flea market still felt way bigger. Mm. Love that the fest itself has a massive presence, but now the flea market's almost like 40% the fest stuff and 60% yeah. flea market. It yeah. used to be that way. At any rate, I know times change, but I'm going to spend about 90 minutes touching every piece of vinyl in there. 
There's two things I almost bought, but I didn't have cash, so I got cash this morning. The uh, ATMs of the hotel are lovely. They were generous enough to charge me $4 to use their fucking ATM. <laughs> yeah, and two of them were out of order. Two are out of order. Right I had to go, no, you're out of order. I had to go to the um, to the Rosemont Convention Center and walk through FanFest. <laughs> what did you see? Did you see a Yoda? Did you see a Boba Fett? Did you see a... Battlestar Galaxian. It was normal, except there seemed to be a lot of cheerleaders from the Texas area dressed <laughs> up in Texas garb. Okay. I don't think they're there for a fan fest. I think we're being invaded. <laughs> <laughs> Invasion of the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. There must be no. They were like young. There I must call be that like, heaven. Jerry <laughs> no, Jones is sure onto something. Haven't been to a Super Bowl since the nineties. Idiot. I really got Jerry Jones on this show. Yeah. How about them cowboys? <laughs> My ass. Yeah. Don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. And I have to mention, it was so cool at our live podcast to see someone wearing a t-shirt. Oh, yeah, man. That said, ding dong, ding dong. That was and David. We yeah. got to talk to David, yeah. who is a listener, who is yeah. a Patreon subscriber. David, thank you for being there. Thank you for wearing our most offensive shirt. That's a Casey idea. So, producer Casey, while you yeah. were here, your shirt that you designed is. All right, David. Excellent taste. I'm very sorry I missed you. And I think that, that got a cease and desist from Sony. Yes. So that might, and I think that was the only one that was sold. So, David, I think you have the only Ding Dong Ding Dong <laughs> Untitled Beatles podcast shirt that's, in existence. That's going to be here. It's at, like White Album number one. <laughs> it's going to be here in 15 years at Rockaway Records in cellophane for $1,500. Right. Ne next to a first state butcher cover. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank and Dave actually gave me a great um, little souvenir. He gave me a Beatles VI songbook oh, yeah, with that, that with nice. the guitar charts and diagrams. So Dave, thank you. It was nice to yeah. meet you. We love meeting people who listen to the show, especially if they're not murderers. <laughs> that too. That too. That's oh, that's the Dave lovely is not. thing. That's why I'm right. We don't have any of those yet. So that's a that's a good thing. And. Uh, and, yeah, thanks also for the 7-inch. I wanted to say that, too. David gave me a Ringo 7-inch. A-side stereo, B-side mono. So That's awesome. Yeah, man. Also, big thank you to Susan Ryan, who's part of the Fest for Beatles fans. So she she was, uh, her and Al Sussman were very integral into getting us uh, a slot along with these other uh, announcers and podcasters and all that at the Beatlefest. So, and of course, in your promo, th well, thank you to Susan, and of course, in your promo for the show, you mentioned Al Sussman, who we worked with quite yeah. a bit. Um, so, thank you, Al. We missed seeing you here. Susan was awesome, and in fact, we had a conversation with Susan. Yeah, man, we talked to her all morning so far. It's the only thing we've done. I, I mean, I saw the Beetle Mystery exhibit for a moment, but. Uh, it was like the thing in uh, Arizona. <laughs> you just go down a while, and then you look down, and it's like, oh, it's just that. <laughs> Dude, I, I went to an exhibit a long time ago in the 90s that was the Beatles building a mystery exhibit with Sarah McLaughlin playing that song. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Building a mystery well, should we have a day? No, nah, man, I'm going to hang out in the hotel bar. I'm going to try to find some Beatles fest. 
<laughs> you said that it's funny. That is funny. That is funny. We can always bleep some <laughs> yeah, right. All right, here, yeah, because yeah. then it could be left yeah. up to the. Well, what's your favorite Beatles song? Quiz and the Kids. I know that was that was that was the inner groove of, 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 of some house. Oh, they love inner groove. <laughs> Terry Hammer speaking right now, and last night, right before she introduced Liverpool, Terry Hammer and Mark Lapidos gave a really cool talk about the scourge of gun violence in America. And it was rousing and wonderful to hear Terry and the father of the fest speak out. I loved it. It was ballsy. Good for you, Terry. I'm saving you. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yep. I thought you just gave them the finger, but that's a... <laughs> you know my name. Here comes the finger. You know my name. I'm going to put a number into karaoke. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. This one, you don't, you don't see this uh, song in karaoke bars so often. If you've got trouble, then you got less trouble than me. You say you're worried, you can't be as worried as me. Oh, oh, oh. your wife has So the Michael Myers guy, he's a, uh, oh, hey, thanks for coming to the fest. Um, Michael, is it? Oh, that's right, you're very scary. Anyway, do you have a favorite Beatles song? Oh, he's pointing. All right, well, thank you. It's good. It's good. It was a pleasure to meet you. Good to talk to you, Michael. Have a good festival. To hide of interview Michael Myers. All right, we're here at the marketplace. Live at the marketplace. <laughs> what you get your eyes on right here? I'm holding a uh, yeah. Capitol Records, Susie and the Red Stripes, Seaside Woman, B-side to Seaside. And the reason I'm buying that, I have this on Epic. Uh, from the original 70, was 77, and I guess when Paul went back to Columbia, or when Paul went back to Capitol, right, they reissued this? What was this, like 86, 80, like when was the point of, I'm, was that must have been around press, because it's the same. Right, right, yeah, it'd be the same time. I'm, I'm going to get this, do you mind if I actually give that to you so I don't no. not buy it? Thank you. But I have one already. 
<laughs> well, let me buy it from you, then you can rebuy it from me. I'm selling it for 30. <laughs> yeah, you've got great stuff. Okay, so this is what we're looking at right now. These are all the last uh, Capitol pressings. These are the 45s from 88. The color vinyl were the final ones for jukeboxes only, but ah. these are the last, like, sold in stores, 88, 89. Yeah, I would have bought some of these. I would have seen some of these at, uh, you know, Camelot, etc. Yeah, that's at the musical Camelot. They sold a lot of Beatles 45s. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Burton was handing them out. <laughs> Find that drop. And that's what simple folk do. So they say... <laughs> become a real Ooh, can't uh, buy me love on Starline. See, I like these budget labels. Well, so why was it budget? The, I guess the vinyls just the, these shittier. weren't budget labels. They just shifted the older acts to Starline. All of them, Beach Boys. Oh, okay. All the stuff on Capitol. Oh, okay, I um, thought it was a budget line for some reason. Uh it's or, a good point. I mean, maybe it was. I know that the green LPs were the Capitol reissues were budget lines. That's but fun. I don't know about the blue vinyl. I've got some of these. There's nothing. There's a few in the collection I still need, but not enough to. Yeah, you had me on a caper to find a Can't Buy Me Love on Orange Orange Capital. Oh, I'm looking for an mm -hmm. Orange Capital. And Can't Buy Me Love on an Orange Capital. Lady, Lady Madonna. Madonna. I knew it. Those are See both ya. original 45s <laughs> I had that I uh, taped up to my bedroom wall when I started getting the CDs. I'm like, what am I gonna do with these? So a lot of my original 45s were lost and taped up to my wall when I was a kid. Wild, wild. And those are the first two ones I got, and they were in the orange capital, so I'm trying to rebuy them. I got every, I got the purple capital, I got the starline, I got the swirl, I got the apple, I got the must collect drop. I used to have all of these Beetle bubblegum, and they were like pink record bubblegum inside. Like the tops? Or, okay, the, the ones I have were, so in the 80s. Right in Park on North You're kidding me. I'll bet that, that plant's yeah, long tops, gone. I mean, tops, right? okay. Wow. I had all of these, and in middle school, I taped them all to my, because yeah. on the, the backs are like yellow with either lyrics yeah. or information. Right. I had them all taped to the wall in my high school room. I may spend $85 on bubblegum from the 80s today, and I may take it out of my dad's special uh-oh fund. And we're making fun of the people dressed as uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man don't need an American Hard Day's Night bubblegum cover from 82. No, it's not. I'm going to go cry in a corner. Don't want to cry when there's people there. Okay, I'm at the market and I found a book here. The Beatles, now and then. There's already a book about it. Wow. Hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to correct me. No corrections today. It's been a solid six weeks since Beatlefest, and still no now and then. Boycott Pan and Teller. And then we heard the new Beatles single. So there's going to be a new Beatles single? Yeah, it'll be out in September, I think. Oh, cool, man. You got the new Adam. Uh... I got the new Alan Kozenbook. He signed it for me. Oh, right on. Oh, see, that's yeah. where you were. And look, that's... Terry's right over there. You see her? Yeah, okay. Are we recording? Is it rolling, Bob? Uh, is it rolling, Bob? It is rolling, Bob. I'm embarrassed going up to Terry Hemmert. To be alone with you. 
I want to say hi, yeah, but I yeah, don't know, and I'm not usually shy in front of people. Right. No, no, I'm the shy one. Yeah, uh, wait, I'm the you, cute one. Yeah, you're the cute one. <laughs> That's what happens. He just, he's the cute one. I go, no, I'm yeah. not. Don't call me that. I hate that, you know. So the guys did not get to meet Terry Hemmert. However, strolling the floor of Beetlefest, they did get to meet another hero, a famed Beatles author and historian. We now join TJ and Tony fanboying over Bruce Spizer, already in progress. Again, I've been reading Beatle books for decades, and the focus, the, the Parlophone book's great, but the focus on the American stuff has changed my, it's like somebody speaking okay, this, to me. This is what we're talking about. Thank so, you. $30 rather than 40 I'm a maniac. Thank okay. you. That's fine. Here, <laughs> let me throw it on the ground. I'll give you 20 Would <laughs> 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 you like it personalized? Yeah, if you don't mind. Thank you. Me too. To uh, TJ, and if you can write Untitled Beatles podcast. Absolutely. Thank you. We do a comedy Beatles podcast, and we cite you and salute you yeah. quite frequently. Well, if you want me on as a guest sometime, let me know. That would be wonderful. You should before you hear it, because if you hear it, you will <laughs> politely decline us. We're, no, we're goofballs, that's yeah, we're, all. We're Chicago comedians. And we know you've been... I had a friend over at my house, and I had to leave the room to take a phone call. I come <laughs> back, my friend has one of Bruce's books open, and he is just enraptured. He goes, oh! Oh my God! Do you realize how informative? <laughs> yeah. Yes, actually. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love the White Album, uh, the bit you did with all the the numbering. Uh, that was yeah. a wonderful chapter. I mean, the whole White Album one was one of my favorites for sure. I'm excited for this. Do you anticipate? I don't know what you can say, but do you anticipate there's going to be something from the good folks at Calderstone commemorating the? Please, please, me and White and with the Beatles. There's just no way in that one. Uh, it's true, right? I'm hopeful for Rubber Soul, and if they don't include in a Rubber Soul deluxe box set a 180-gram of the American vinyl, I will, I will, I will storm the Capitol Records. <laughs> it's a terrible I joke. You, you just never know. <laughs> I want 180-gram U.S. Rubber Soul. What does a guy have to do? I, I've got to rebuy it for the tenth time. My, my wife knows it's not complete. <laughs> Well, congrats on another another new book. Yeah, and congratulations yeah. to When you. does it officially come out? Is it November? October. October. Okay. And for the pre-orders, we're mailing them out, I think, on August 22nd. So okay. Well, maybe we'll, we'll figure it out, but we can be in touch, and maybe we can do a, an episode about it yeah, October, right around fun. that time. Yeah, yeah, but we, we're growing podcasts. We have a, a fair amount of listeners. We're still young, but... We're, we're improvisers no. in Chicago who wanted during uh -huh. the pandemic to talk about the Beatles and thought maybe it's funny if we record it and if it's not people will let us know and people <laughs> have let us know both thank you again for doing that Right, cool, TJ. So we're about to see Patty Boy. We're waiting, and uh, let's go through what you got at the marketplace, huh? Well, this is pretty cool. Okay, this is something I don't have, and this is a U.S. promo copy on the 78 per... Oh, hold on. Are they going to fade into the real one, or is this... Oh, 
that's the Teamsters. They're running with music. <laughs> play, play the whole demo. They're playing the anthology too. Yes, it is. Yes. Where they didn't have the guts to go with the original demo, where John clubs the words, and then the rest of the song is beautiful. There's a lovely little guitar part. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Capital insulting our intelligence. McCartney apparently was the reason hundreds of thousands of copies of CD and J card artwork were scrapped because he was too low in the track list. Oh. And I'm down moved up. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a 90s poll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's being used as RuPaul. <laughs> 90s RuPaul With McCartney. This campfire on his boat. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey. So here's what I bought at the end. Apparently they have Anthology on Shuffle. I, uh, <laughs> Anthology on Shuffle is different than both the Curly Shuffle and the Super Bowl Shuffle uh, and the Harlem Shuffle by the Rolling Stones. I bought a 1978 Purple Capital promo copy of the Beatles Rarities. Now, of course, the U.S. Rarities came out in 1980, but what I'm holding has the 78 Purple Capital and it's the track listing of the U.K. Rarities album that Capital found redundant because in the U.S. none of these songs were actually rarities. <laughs> so they scrapped it and then assembled what became the 1980 uh, U.S. rarities. But I got it for $20. It's in really good shape. The cover's weird. I've never seen one before. It's like a thin paper cover. Yeah, it's a soft one. cover. Yeah. It's, it's a... It's a paperback. It's a paperback. Uh, yeah, it's a paperback writer paperback cover. Paperback vinyl. Paperback vinyl. If you need a paper player. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so basically, I wonder if I underpaid for this, which is great, but 20 bucks. I did not have the UK Rarities track listing on an American Capital album until today. <laughs> <laughs> Must collect all the records. <laughs> and, and I got Susie and the Red Stripes on Capital, which I didn't know. Why did they make that 45 in, that's in the, the 80s? 80s label? Yeah. I well, reggae. Maybe reggae was finally... Yeah. Ronald Reggae. Uh-oh. <laughs> Lepidos is barking at the tank Stop fighting the audience! Why does it always seem to hit me in the middle of the night? Stop it! Told me there's a number I can always dial. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake! We, uh, I know you oh, all are We just talked to Bruce Spicer. Yeah, there he is. He sold me a book and now he's on stage. Maybe there's two of them. <laughs> two Spicers. What a fluism. Daddy <laughs> boy. Hey. You mentioned this person, George. Who is this George you're talking about? How did you meet? Along with Eric Clapton. There's something I must tell you. Okay, let's hear that story. Well, while we were on I just thought, you know, I, I thought all the Beatles were fascinating. They were also very, very funny. And a lot of that humour went over my head because I don't... They're from Liverpool, and Liverpudlians have a different way of talking, different way of expressing themselves. And, you know, I didn't really always understand what they were saying, but they were funny most of the time. Uh, anyway, the train went for about five hours down to Cornwall, about five hours back. And we were coming to London, and uh, George, I've forgotten this, George asked me to marry him, over my head, right? So then he said, will you come out for dinner tonight? And I said, oh, I'm so sorry, 
I can't because I didn't see my boyfriend. And his face dropped. And I thought, oh, poor guy. He's from, he's from Liverpool. He probably doesn't know anyone in London. So I said, why don't you join us? <laughs> and how did he respond to that? No, he was not amused. No, thank you, he said. So go away, leave me alone, don't bother me. Now let's talk about the early days with George. What in particular stands out or something that you'd like to share with us about those early days when you were first going out with George? Um, we love going to all the sort of the nice clubs and restaurants in London. And quite often the other Beatles would come along too, or maybe just Ringo and, and Maureen would come along. We'd have dinner, and we'd go to a club. Ringo and Maureen loved dancing. And um, so it was always great fun. And the drink that we all drank, I just remembered, the Scotch and Coke, to me sounded really disgusting. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm a wine person. <laughs> And what type of wine do you prefer? I like red wine. Yeah, you'd be 40. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. On the spot, and embarrass you. Marry me. <laughs> How does it feel to have these two epic songs written about you? She's been asked that twenty million times. What can I say? Oh, breathy. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I have been overwhelmed for all these years, and it will never leave me. This wonderful feeling that you know, such incredible songs are written for me, and. Um, Lucky me, what can Which I say? Better? But you know, they're so I right? know them and love them so well that I feel as if they're That's part the of my being. Oh yeah. <laughs> How come good fellas only use the piano part? You know, we always called each other good fellas. Like you'd say to somebody, you're gonna like this guy, he's alright. He's a good fella, he's one of us. You understand? Uh, we got some stuff off from the marketplace. I got some seven inches and some books. I get some 12 inches because that's how I roll. <laughs> dick, dick, dick comments. Ding dong, thank you. For a dollar, I got the, uh, the Radnakrishna temple doing Govinda Jai Jai. Govinda Jai Jai Gopal Jai Jai Radha Ramana Hari Govinda Jai Jai Govinda Jai Jai Gopal Jai Jai Radha Ramana Hari Govinda Jai I got this kind of thing from the livers parentheses the Chicagoans A song called This is the Night and Beetle Time always Beatle time. It's always Beatle time with the livers. Then I got one of those um, Star Club 45s. Yeah, on so, Collectibles Records from the, oh, early, shit. from the early 80s. Yeah. They reissued all the Star Club songs as 45s on the Collectibles record label with picture sleeves, but you got a great one. You got one of the best ones. It's a rollover Beethoven, and I'm going to sit right down and cry over you. Two of the most energetic takes from the Star Club. I love it. 
bucks, so that was a good deal. And then last but not least, the Rockafire Explosion, otherwise known as the Showbiz Pizza Party Band, uh, doing their version of the Beatles medley. Okay, get ready, because all you Showbiz Pizza lovers out there are going to be treated with the Rockafire Explosion's personal dedication to the Beatles. Yeah, and here to start things off is our very own Beach Bear. I've got something to say that might cause you pain. If I catch you talking to that bear again. I'm gonna let you down. Let you down. I leave you flat. Gonna let you down and leave you flat. Because I told you before. Oh, you can't do that. And then on the flip side. I got a song featuring Billy Bob called Roast Beef Sandwich. <laughs> I'm making up a new fangle formula down here on the floor. Yeah, it's made of lots of good stuff, and it's in this little container, and it gets all boiled up and everything, and it comes out this long tube all the way down into this barrel, and I call it gas hall. Yeah, we can use it in our car or drink it. And have such a wonderful day! Well, Tony, from the same store, legendary Beetle dealer Rick Ran. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I bought a Rock of Fire Explosion 45 of them doing Birthday from the Beatles' White Album. Howdy, everybody. I'm Billy Bob, and it's time for another big birthday celebration here at Showbiz Pizza Place. And on the back, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you got the drummer. They got the weird dog drummer, hillbilly dog drummer. I don't know what his name is or what the song title is, but I'm pretty sure it's Heartaches Featuring Duke. <laughs> here we go again. And that's D-O-O-K, by the way. Yeah. And for, for those of you fans of David, you're probably not listening to this program. <laughs> Hopefully. God willing. God willing. <laughs> what else did you get, man? Okay, for also, I got a, okay, I got some 45s that were not part of my collection. For only $3, how do you turn down a 1986 Rainbow Capital 45 of something back to have come together, depending on your perspective? Um, but yeah, man, it is... Uh, is this the Canadian one or no? No, this is a U.S. US. pressing, but it's so fun to see this came out on Apple originally, and now I've got an 80s Rainbow Capital. It's like having Ticket to Ride, which was a Capital Swirl, right. on, Apple. on Apple. So it's, it's neat to see an... an a late title on the early label is really fun. It makes the song sound better. I don't know how. Other 45s I purchased were two that were not part of my collection. They were UK only. I don't believe these singles are released on vinyl in, um, in the States. I think She's My Baby was released as a cassette single and a CD single. I have that. But I got the UK 45 of the Wilbury She's My Baby from Traveling Wilburys Volume 3. And also, I didn't know this was ever a single. I got Wilbury Trist, not a not Wilbury Trist. It's basically they, they well, we like just saw they, we just saw Patty Boyd, so you've got Trists on the mind. <laughs> it's a little Trist of fate, TJ. It's <laughs> as Bob Dylan and Olivia Newton-John would say. But yeah, so Wilbury Twist on 45, which I didn't have, 
And the last thing I bought is a kind of a curio that I wasn't sure existed. I think we might have talked about this if we did it live. We'll do it live. Um, the Susie and the Red Stripes, the Linda McCartney kind of reggae outfit from 77, did Seaside Woman with B-sides. Uh, the B-side, of course, is B-side to Seaside. This was on Epic Records right. originally, right around the time Paul signed with Columbia. But I've got a Capital 45 from 86 of this track. I didn't know this was on Capital. Who would have bought this in 1986? <laughs> right. Not even you. Not even, not even me. But it's got the original 86 Capital thing before they went back to the Purple Capital. And it was only 10 bucks. So, yeah, just fun to have this. And then we each bought a couple of books. You want to talk yeah. about you bought at one book that's a favorite of mine for sure and another that it's just a classic Beatles book yeah man I got Revolution in the Head uh, the Beatles records in the 60s Ian McDonald yeah yeah this is one of my favorite books to read it's a fun read and you can pick pick and choose any any time you want to read it you don't have to there's no real story it's the story of their discography so I've always liked that finally have it I've he's, he's critical at times too there's a few yeah. he's not afraid to share his negative opinions of yeah. some of the song which is kind of cool kind of refreshing then finally uh, yeah I got the Ray Davies the authorized biography which I checked out from the library when I was in junior high I think that was the last time I read it you know because I've never owned it so now I have it uh, it's like a paperback version doesn't matter but you know I think Tony when you last checked it out it might have been written by Kink Ray Davies but the one you have now is written by Hunter Davies <laughs> did I say Ray Davies you did <laughs> picture pictures of your mama lastly I got the the penguin John Lennon so this is a compilation uh, featuring in his own right and Spaniard in the works combined together Oh, but, uh, that's only 15 bucks? Yeah, 15 bucks, not bad. I might walk down and do a closer look at the books, because I looked at a ton of 45s and LPs, and, um, yeah, I want to look more at the at the, the books. I bought two books from the authors. I had Ooh. One you did last I year. I couldn't find Ray Davies. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought, we talked to Bruce Beiser. I made Bruce Beiser laugh, I'll take it. Yeah, that was good, good for you, man. I told him we cite him a lot. I mentioned uh, I was gonna buy his brand new book that just dropped, The Beatles, Please Please Meet It With The Beatles, that takes a look at those albums and their American counterparts. And um, I told him, you know, it's better to buy it from him than pay the $8 shipping. And he said, hey, if you don't mind it, one with a dinged-up corner, I'll sell it to you for 30 I said, yeah, man. Yeah, why not throw it to the ground and I'll give you 20 <laughs> <laughs> You know, so you, you make the great Bruce Beiser laugh. And he's a lawyer. You can't make lawyers laugh. Um, <laughs> yeah, they'll sue you. <laughs> exactly. You can make lawyers in love laugh yeah. if you listen to the Jackson Brown track. You made me laugh. That's an involuntary thing. <laughs> I didn't give you permission. <laughs> See you in court. See you, sue me blues. <laughs> Swing your partner. Um, and I got Alan Cozen's McCartney Legacy, Volume 1, which covers, it's the first in-depth solo look at McCartney's career with this detail. Volume 1 is 69 to only 73. Wow, man. We're working on Volume 2 right now. When I talked to Alan, you know, a long-time New York Times contributor. Like yeah, you were a fan contributor. You were talking to him, like, right when we got to the fest. Uh, he was, he 
he did a panel before we did our live show. And it's his first Chicago Fest. Is I, that he's right? been at the New York Fest forever, but yeah, I didn't realize it was his first time here. He's so ubiquitous, I think I assumed I must have seen him here before. He hadn't been here. Yeah, it's cool, man. It was pretty wild. So it's a this is a book, uh, and I still have not finished my way through the lyrics. Ah, the lyrics. A book soon to become a podcast dropping next week. More on that to come. I've still not finished my way through. Uh, Carrie bought me the wonderful Paul photographs book, and I've skimmed oh. it, but I haven't. So, but yeah, yeah. how do you not be here? I haven't read <laughs> Rubber Sold the Revolver, the Spies. You've been thing. too busy researching sometime in New York City. That's, yeah, I mean, <laughs> as, as we've talked about, Angela, it's more than the theme to Taxi. <laughs> yeah, let's get that taxi drop in there one more time. <laughs> why, three, why wouldn't we, Bob James? Three in a row. <laughs> Roll of threes. Good morning, good morning. Cry for a shadow. That means a lot. It's a pizza love. No more fan mail. I'm warning you with peace and love. And no objects. And at this point, 11 p.m. on a Sunday night, a lot of the guys' recordings start to get increasingly chaotic. And so we must call this the end, the inner groove of Beetlefest 2023. Huge, huge thank you to Al Sussman, Susan Ryan, the Lapidos family, and the small village of like-minded Beetle lovers who make the Fest for Beatles fans happen each year. Thank you so much for hosting us. Thank you for putting on a great event. You can learn a whole lot more at thefest.com. We also absolutely have to thank our Patreon supporters. Your donations helped make our trip and these two Beetlefest episodes possible. More specifically, I'd like to quickly call out our Star Club members. Long live George Harrison. Glenn K. from Iowa. Matt Kaharski. Beetle Dave. Susan from Baltimore. Bert Chai. Joanne S. David S. from Chicago. Great seeing you at the fest, even though I wasn't there. Max Como in Montreal. Matt Meyer in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Mick B. from Minnesota. Nowhere Doug Tabor. Stephen A. Mary Kate. Skyler. Mr. D. Sticker. Michael S. Cat V. from Minneapolis. More Harpsichord in Portland. Terrence D. Dave B. Steve T. And Mark Warino in Chicago. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thanks again for listening. Peace and love, peace and love. I do want to tell you, please, after the 20th of October, do not send fan mail to any address that you have. I'm warning you with peace and love, but we've got too much to do, so no more fan mail. Thank you, thank you. And no objects to be signed, nothing. Anyway, peace and love, peace and love.
Untitled Beatles Podcast. Like and subscribe.